0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Monday, February 21st, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The state Supreme Court is growing impatient with Republicans on the Ohio Redistricting Commission, which is required to redraw legislative districts that are fair to Ohio voters. Tina Ramos has the latest. The Ohio Redistricting Commission failed to make new voting maps by their deadline Thursday night. Maps the Ohio Supreme Court said favored Republicans over Democrats. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine sits on that commission. He says it's impossible to make fair maps within the time the court has set, but the Ohio League of Women Voters disagree and have filed their own suit with the Ohio Supreme Court. Unfortunately, we're all held a little hostage by the fact that that the Redistricting Commission is putting their own political interests first rather than respecting the Ohio Constitution, the Ohio Supreme Court, and Ohio voters. The commission will now meet tomorrow to discuss the matter, and then they have on Wednesday to explain to the court why they shouldn't be held in contempt. Tino Ramos in downtown Columbus. Total current hospitalizations for COVID-19 in Ohio are now just below 1,600, according to the state health department. On January 11th, that number was above 6,700. More from Yolanda Harris. We spoke with Ohio Health Dr. Joe Gastaldo about what we should do if we get the virus. Stay home, make sure you're well hydrated, don't skip any meals, take over-the-counter products to keep you comfortable, like Tylenol or ibuprofen. If you have an This condition and you have COVID, you should seek medical care to see if you qualify for any medication to keep you out of the hospital. Dr. Gastaldo also says the safest way to deal with the virus is to have a level of immunity. And in order to get that immunity, you need to be vaccinated. I'm Yolanda Harris. The Ohio Republican Party has endorsed incumbent Governor Mike DeWine for re-election. The endorsement came at a party meeting Friday. Members of the State Central Committee also endorsed the other four non-judicial GOP candidates, Secretary of State Frank LaRose, Attorney General Dave Yost, Treasurer Robert Sprague, and Auditor Keith Faber. The party's Central Committee endorsed DeWine and Lieutenant Governor John Husted 36-26 via secret ballot. The 75-year-old DeWine has faced criticism from some fellow Republicans over his handling of the coronavirus pandemic. In suburban Cleveland, the Parma School District is dealing with a big loss that occurred Saturday morning. Lena Lai explains. Damage caused by a fire at an elementary school in Parma is estimated at more than a million dollars. Investigators believe that that fire at St. Anthony of Padua School was deliberately set. No one was hurt. The school is figuring out how to move forward with the school year. I'm Lena Lai. In Northwest Ohio, the Henry County Sheriff's Office said last night that a 36-year-old man who went missing Friday was found dead in Napoleon. Angela Ann has the details. Corey Karcher, a husband and father of two, was last seen Friday at 5 p.m. before leaving Holgate in Henry County to visit friends in Toledo. That's according to his sister-in-law. The Sheriff's Office says that Karcher's death was not suspicious, but authorities are investigating. His family alerted authorities and said that they were concerned because they could not reach him by phone, which was unusual. Angela Ann, ONN News. A professor on leave from his job in Cleveland is in his native Ukraine working on establishing a new American university centered on business and engineering. Lydia Espara has the story. Right now at the capital of Ukraine, a professor from Case Western Reserve University, Roman Shermeta, he was trying to open up an American university. And it just happened that it is happening at them probably one of the most trying times of Ukrainian uh, independent history. The threat of war affects day-to-day living. So Ukraine is suffering immensely right now economically. And Russia's the aggressor. Having to live a life of fear and wait to see if your freedom will be taken away has been challenging for Ukrainians. Lydia Spara in Cleveland. A southwest Ohio city has apparently impressed Amtrak in their bid to get two new train stops. More from Steve Vaughn. Hamilton city leaders met with representatives of Amtrak going over the city's plans to build two platforms, one for the route to Chicago, the other on the proposed 3C line linking Cincinnati, Columbus, and Cleveland. I feel great. Uh, We have a clear path forward. Uh, They share our excitement. Vice Mayor Michael Ryan, the senior manager of government affairs for Amtrak, Derek James came away impressed. They've taken some steps that uh, really put them in the forefront in many ways with other communities. The city is lobbying local lawmakers to get behind the effort. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Yesterday marked 60 years since Ohio native John Glenn became the first American to orbit the Earth. Dave James reports. Glenn was one of NASA's original Mercury 7, the first group of NASA astronauts. And on February 20th, 1962, he made history as the first American to orbit the Earth after circling the globe three times in the Mercury capsule Friendship 7. The mission took just under five hours. Glenn went on to make history again in 1998 at age 77 as the oldest human to travel in space. He died six years ago at the age of 95. Dave James on in News. Female aviator Wally Funk, aged 82, flew to the edge of space last July aboard the Jeff Bezos-owned Blue Origin spacecraft. An investigation has cleared Cedar Point Amusement Park in Ohio of violating any laws or rules in an accident involving the world's second tallest roller coaster last year. The accident happened in August when a woman standing in line was hit in the head by a metal object that flew off of the Top Thrill Dragster ride. The Ohio Department of Agriculture's Amusement Ride Safety Division investigated the accident. The agency released a 620-page report on Friday and said it's not recommending any sanctions against Cedar Point. The report says there's no evidence Cedar Point knew or had reason to believe the ride was unsafe. And the Biden administration is placing a pause on new leases and permits for federal oil and gas drilling, Tracy Townsend explains. This comes after a district judge in Louisiana issued an injunction that prevents the administration from using the social cost of carbon in decisions based on oil and gas drilling on public land. The social cost of carbon is a way to measure the dollar sign on each ton of carbon dioxide emitted to value its impact on disasters like wildfires and hurricanes, The Biden administration says the judge's injunction resulted in a pause on all projects where social cost of carbon data is being used. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on The Ohio News Network.